0: My favorite part was the TikTok workshop and meeting the people, because I'm a people person and I loved sharing that knowledge, sharing that expertise. And even though I want to say, oh, my favorite part was being in the TV segments, because it was fun and it was a cool thing, but it was like Mm -hmm. a close second to my favorite thing, which is making those connections.
1: When we make TikToks, we have control of the camera, the angle, but when we're on other people's stuff, we're not really like in control of it, and especially for like news and live performing, you can't redo it. Bad like is TikToks, you can make like fifteen takes and then pick the best one. Yes. When I go on stage, I go up once for five minutes, oh and that's it for God. the night. Hi, Julie. We're back. Hello. We're back. <laughs>
0: We're back. We are back. It was a big week. I don't know why it was a big week, but it was a whirlwind week for me, at least. How about yeah, you?
1: Yeah, for you. <laughs> How about you? I don't know if it was a whirlwind, but it was a week. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's that's okay. Why don't we start with what you did? Because you had quite the I had an ad- adventure, some adventures.
0: Week. I don't want to monopolize the conversation, so let's make sure that we uh, have a little back and forth about things, so I don't take over <laughs> because I have a lot to say today. <laughs> okay. I know so- you do. Gosh, since last week, um, oh, we one of the things I forgot to mention last week, which would have been so timely to talk about, was how Dad and I decided to watch the end of the Golden Bachelor. We watched the last episode of the Golden Bachelor, not having watched the whole show. So that was kind of amusing. We kind of jumped into a trending show without a without much knowledge about it, and it was pretty amusing. I, I was I was a little bit. Um, Thrown by it because I was thinking, why do all these women and this age want to do this, and why did they want to put themselves in this position of like competing for a man, and it just the whole thing, the concept of the bachelor in general, a little bit freaks me out. But
1: but I aren't think, you happy that they're doing? It with I of older course, people?
0: of course, inclusivity, and I think that what I've been told by friends that I've seen have which who have watched the the show from the beginning that. The women that are older are much more supportive of each other. And apparently they were very, they were friendships formed. And so I missed that part of it. And I guess I didn't get to see that part and all I got to see was the end. So yes, I am thrilled that it was inclusive. I heard good things about all the people that were in the show. And do you know anything about it? Did you watch it all or no?
1: No, I've kind of been off the bachelor train for... Couple of years now,
0: <laughs> which is really nice. It's so funny because the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. To me, I remember Trista and Ryan. Like that was, to me, mm-hmm. that was the pinnacle time of the Bachelor series. Well, was the Bachelorette. So number one, I liked it because the the woman was actually the picker, and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I loved that one, and I will never forget that. It was never going to get better than that episode. That that series with those two so i stopped watching it after that and now i jumped into the golden bachelor so that we should just i just wanted to wrap that up from last week and then things that happened after that i mean i took jonathan to wwe drove out to pennsylvania with him and two friends and that was a lot of fun a lot of entertainment i'm not necessarily a wrestling aficionado but one thing i did learn in the past two times taking him is do you get the premise of wrestling Julie, in general do you it- <laughs> well? This guy. <laughs> I always thought I. Don't, I don't think I. Maybe I'm gullible, and I never realized that that was the whole s- story of wrestling. But what it what came to my mind last time I took them was, wow, this is like performance. It's like theater mm-hmm. for a different group of people, for the non-theater yeah. non-theater goer types. <laughs> I was so yeah. intrigued. So that's why I was game to go another time because I was like, this is this is interesting. It's just like a show, it's a performance. So I took them, that was a really fun night. And I literally went from driving them to Pennsylvania, getting back home very late at night. The next morning I had to get up, go to a meeting at New Jersey. But before I got went to the meeting, I had to be dressed for a wedding that evening because my friend Michelle's daughter, Dana, got married on Sunday. So I was on a whirlwind weekend. It was crazy. And now what mm. happens to me, what do you think is going on with me and these weddings now? Do you see a pattern at all? You make a TikTok. I don't I'm, know. I am now in charge of content for every person's wedding. They <laughs> like all they they know that I'm making content, so therefore there will be a video <laughs> after. <laughs> and I was so stressed out because that's funny. After that wedding, now I think I'm just going to like my stock in weddings has gone up. I probably could get myself an, invited to weddings that I wouldn't normally be invited to. <laughs>
1: You yeah. don't need any more side gigs. I don't need any more, <laughs> more side gigs.
0: And I, anyway, I wanted to get this video edited and I got home so late from the wedding. It was like midnight or one by the time I got back to the apartment. And then I had to be on a flight at 7 a.m. for my whirlwind 24-hour Tallah- trip to Tallahassee. So I had to... Come get in at one o'clock. I had to pack a bag and figure out four looks because we were gonna. F- we the plan for Tallahassee was to record four TV segments, so I had to have four outfits. And then I was nervous, like I wasn't gonna like an outfit, so I was throwing extra things in. And then I f- went to sleep around two, and I thought, well, I have to get up at, f- at five to get this flight, and I was so nervous about falling asleep because you know how you think you're not gonna wake up when you don't. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go into a de- I And mean, do you sleep well the night before you're traveling if you have to get on an early flight? Well.
1: It's kind of funny you say that because tomorrow I'm flying to Ohio for my college, my freshman year college roommate's wedding. And my flight is at 6 a.m. So I'll oh be getting up at like 4 a.m. And do Just you last sleep night, I well when this happens? At like 4.30? Um. It depends. It depends on how tired I am. Mm. I feel like I'm not. I don't know. We'll see. I might take like, I don't know, because it's like I want to take something. To help me sleep, but then because I'm waking up so early, I'm just gonna be really groggy. But then I'm like, maybe, you know, this if I take like a a sleepy gummy or something, like it'll last. And when I get on, by the time I get on the flight, I'll still be in like sleepy mode, and I'll be able to sleep on
0: the flight. That I would never do. That is a terrifying thought because sometimes, (laughs) um, I wouldn't wake up. I wouldn't wake up for the flight. I know that I would miss the alarm, something I'm such a late
1: sleeper that I would never, that would never be a problem for me.
0: Well, good for you. Uh, There's no chance I could ever do that. I I would, I'd rather, (laughs) I'd rather if I have an early flight stay up until the flight, just stay up, just power through (laughs) until the morning. One time I was on a shoot and it was in, I think it was in LA and I had to take a, a really early flight. Trying to remember where I was, but my when I after the shoot at the wrap, we went out for dinner with the crew. We went out for drinks and things, and I said to them, "We're all going to stay out until I have to get on this flight." So I made a bunch of them. I didn't make them, but mm. I was joking with them, like "You all have to stay out with me until t- until the bars close, and then I'm going to go directly to the airport." And we did. We went out after the bars closed. We went to a diner, and then I got an, in a taxi and went to the flight because I just feel more calm. Not Going to sleep, I get worried that I'm not going to wake up. That's just me.
1: Good for you. <laughs> anyway, so then I can uh, yeah. Before you jump into Tallahassee, I yeah. talked to my weekend. I yes, don't know so let's do that because Tallahassee's.
0: No, yeah. I do. I do want to <laughs> talk to it because Tallahassee's going to lead into more topics of what we're talking about and how we, how we're moving forward yeah. on things. So, um, what what what's your update? News flashes. Well, any?
1: it's not much like the weekend too i had a show last night Mm -hmm. it wasn't my best it wasn't my worst so it was fine um tried out a ton of new material and i just wasn't i didn't have it 100% memorized so i was more worried on stage about what line came next than about being in the moment so now that i'm getting ready for next week's show I'm gonna start preparing now so that the content is automatic, Mm. so that I don't have to think about it when I'm on stage. And I know that I'll just comfort on stage will come with time. Then the other thing is that I went to one of my friend's comedy shows on Friday, and it was he did great, but it was one of the worst comedy show experiences of Why? my entire life. Oh you didn't even tell me about yeah. this. Okay. Let's hear it. I know. I forgot I forgot. Yeah, because you told me about last so night, which I want to this... comment on. But do you want to comment on that before I go into the worst comedy I, I, show I've I, ever been to? Yes, I do. I want to I want
0: to say that after your show, of course I was waiting up to hear the update. And that's one thing that I almost can't <laughs> sleep. If I know you're performing, I need to wait to get the <laughs> feedback before I can fall asleep. So I was staying up and I was tired and I was staying up, staying up and then finally you messaged me and you said you didn't think it went great and that you didn't think you got a lot of laughs. And I said, did you record it? You said yes. And then you didn't want to send it to me, but then you did. So I want to say from my perspective, hearing what you just said now about it, I did not think you sounded even like unprepared, like you didn't know the material at all. It sounded clean, not at all. I'm surprised that you're saying that actually, because I didn't
1: Okay. Cause that was like my biggest thing where it's like I just didn't feel very comfortable. No.
0: It was also, I didn't get
1: that. The audience was like pretty small for the space. So it just felt like an almost like very empty. And the people in the front row were like on their phones and like Ugh. talking to each other while I was performing. So it's just That's like rude. Hard. And it's like a lot of the shows that you hear, they're like bringer shows. So you have to bring five people mm. to perform so that you can share the audience. So I get it. But, Sometimes with those kinds of audiences, it's like people only laugh at the people they came to support. So that's it's like right. the people who had 10 people there are laughing like they're dying. and then I'm up there and nobody like I only had like four or five people last night. I don't like is, that. I'm glad I did. like it's just yeah, so that's like frustrating. But I think that oh, I think that's I think
0: people need can all to get be better with be practice. To, listen, people need to be a little bit more um, supportive in general. When I go to the shows yeah. and I really try and put it out there for like put my laughs out there smart I, at other people, especially, when, <laughs> you know, they're new, potentially new comedians. You don't, oh no, that's, that's, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a for the, yeah. for the person kind of audience, big laughs, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you from listening to what you sent me, you sent me an audio file. I didn't think you sounded nervous. I didn't think you sounded like you were unsure of the material at all. And my take on it was the people didn't really, maybe they didn't get get the humor. They didn't find it as certain things as, as funny as usually people do when they hear your set. So the laughs weren't like solid roars, but you could tell, yeah. I always could tell like the people liked you because some of the, and I know you don't like the word giggles, but there was a lot of little giggles going on, on the audio. And I, I like that because I, I felt that they were endearing the audience liked you. <laughs> I like that. I think that's positive. Listen, they're all not going to be a home run. And so you're going to have to push through that and know that, okay, now you're going to tweak your material. Maybe you're not going to do something because you don't feel confident in it. But I think there's also about the audience. You have to think about who your audience is and what they they might like something that you did last night. I wouldn't ditch
1: it. I'm not going to ditch it by any means. I don't think it was bad. It just didn't come out off stage feeling like very good. Right. What Stephen is not a fun way to feel. He thought I did good. He's, He's always very supportive and very, he will tell me if I didn't do well, but he thought I did well. So, good. not that he'll tell me if I didn't do well, but like I want honest, yes. I don't want people to blow smoke. Right. And he also levels me out where it's like, where I'm hypercritical of myself. <laughs> He'll kind of bring me back up and be like, "No, you did really good." Yes, <laughs> so yes, it's good. To ha- I love having him in the audience. That's good. Well, he is supportive. Although I couldn't, and- I couldn't see anybody last night. <laughs> is it, was it bright lights? Is it that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that's so interesting. Which is that. still something I'm getting used to. It really depends on the venue, too. Like,
0: and you can but see yeah. just the first, of the few people in the beginning of, in the front of the audience. Is that how it it is? Yeah. So if they're not yeah. engaged, that's annoying.
1: Yeah, because mm. it's like, oh, well, no one else is engaged, even though people maybe in like the third or fourth are more mm-hmm. engaged. So
0: so with this, yeah. with your, what you're doing with comedy and the I, what I want to focus the topic on today is really about manifesting things and how. So oh, wait, do, do you, we want to hear about no, the worst no. comedy show I've ever been oh, to? Oh, yeah, yeah. I do. I do want to hear that before we move on. Let's go. <laughs>
1: why, was, why was it so bad? I'll give you the express version. Okay. So bad. My friend did great. But it was so bad. And there's only one woman on the lineup. That's always <laughs> a red flag for me. It's like there needs to be some kind of diversity of gender, in my opinion. And like also just like diversity in general is better mm-hmm. for any show. But the first person who went up was trying to do crowd work. And his crowd work was just looking at this woman who had like very fake boobs and asking the woman what her cup size was. And the whole night was just like, and she didn't want to say, like, she has no, she has no, that's not good crowd work. But the problem was so many other comedians got up and they were doing material. And it's only like a crowd of like 25 people. It's like a really small crowd. People weren't getting that many laughs. And this is like a hard room because I've, I've performed in this room. But I, I, I had a very big epiphany breakthrough Okay, where- a lot of male comics, when they're on stage and their material isn't doing well, they will blame the audience. And they'll be like, gosh, you guys are a shit crowd. Gosh, you guys suck. Like, gosh, I think it's funny. But oh you never my- – I've, really heard hear, heard I've heard I've a female th- comic do this. Oh, my God. And I think the problem is that a lot of these male comic egos can't handle not getting laughter Whereas like when I'm on stage and I don't get laughter, I'm like, what do I need to do better? Right,
0: that's a huge and so that's kind epiphany. Of like this epiphany
1: I had, because I've never really seen a female. I mean, I'm sure there are female comics who are like shit on the audience when they're not doing well, but like it's very rare. It's very, it's way more common for I male mean, comics. Like, geez, y'all are a medium crowd. That's what one of the comics said last night. It's like if you diss the audience, they're not going to want to laugh at you. So why are you doing that? They are not going to want to laugh. It's like, if your material's not working, diss yourself for writing. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, that's why it was a bad comedy show. Because every male comic was just like, oh, I thought that was funny. That one's just for me. Then I guess.
0: Wow. That is, that's very enlightening. And it's so much like what people do on social media when they don't get views on their content they blame the viewers like yeah. oh nobody likes my videos or nobody or the algorithm doesn't like my content like the pointing blame thing and the blaming the wrong people maybe maybe take a look inside <laughs>
1: yeah even I was like oh the audience wasn't like the best last night but I'm not I'm more putting it on myself to be a better performer than I am like oh the audience needs to be better yeah yeah my only critique of audiences is when it's these bringer shows and you only laugh at the people you came for like that is not really that's that's
0: that's, not cool (laughs) no it's not cool that's that's that's, the
1: only like critique I have of audiences really is just
0: yeah can you get a sense of what the audience is going to be right from the beginning do you feel it immediately how how is that on your side
1: I try not to get intimidated or like prescribe how I think the audience is before I get on stage because I'm like, I just want to do my best regardless of the audience that's out there. So I don't know. I haven't really done
0: that much in that department yet. <laughs> I, I, I want to ask you a few more questions, if that's okay with you. So with respect to where you're headed with this, do you have, Yes. because I know Julie is a planner. I know you well. So Do you travel down a path in your mind of like, I want this to happen next and that to happen next? Or are you surrendering yourself to the experience and seeing where it goes? I would like to know how you're approaching this.
1: Mm, A little bit of both. I feel like I would love to have a plan and be like, yes, I would love to be a really big stand-up comedian, have a Netflix special, do this, do that, be like a paid regular at clubs. Like That would be great. Mm-hmm. The problem is, I don't necessarily know what the next steps are to get there. Like right. I don't know what's next. I don't know how to like it's just a matter of continuing to perform and also performing for the right people and networking to an extent. Mm-hmm. So, as much as I'd love to say yes, like this is my grand plan for comedy, it's kind of hard to have one when it's like I'm a little bit at the mercy of like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know? Yeah, so, it, it is hard. hard. It is
0: hard. I mean, and I, I think I have to say, I'm asking you this because I'm not a planner. So I don't know how your brain works. Like I'm always a follow the, I have a hard time planning. I like to just like, well, I don't know. Let's see what happens with this. And so I'd like to, I was trying to un- get inside your head, like if you're, are planning or are you really just letting yourself experience it?
1: Um. Yeah, I would say a little a little bit of both. I think with okay. the planning sense of that, in the new year, I want to be performing more than just right now. It's like once a month, once every two weeks, if that. In the new year, I'd love to be performing at least once a week, if not more, just because I know the only way I'm going to get better is just to keep performing. So that's a goal. Another goal is to like run and produce my own shows mm. with my comic friends because I also think that gives me more credibility as a comic if I'm running my own shows and allows me to network with people who might be higher up because I am producing shows so those are the two things that I'm actively planning to do and then on top of that just like submitting to festivals and following other people and just I don't know I I think it it would be great to have an agent and like (laughs) get booked and like get paid for doing things and to start doing shows where it's not dependent on me bringing five people for stage right. time, but it's right. like a it's a ticketed build show. Where obviously I'm gonna promote it and try and get people to come, but I'm not at the mercy of like, oh my God. Like last night I was more stressed about having five people than I was my material right. because a lot of people had to bail at the last minute and I was like, fuck. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah. it's like I would rather just be more concerned about the material than getting people.
0: People there. I know. That's like I think that's like added stress really to the whole thing. Yeah. Because you're, you're, and it's like
1: if you don't bring enough people, then you get like the worst spot in the lineup. And then,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like I went third, which isn't like the worst, but it's not the best. It's not like, yeah. like when I bring more people, I get like a really a better spot. And then I do think the laughs are better because people right. are like loose and drinking and this and that. But right, I don't know. We're manifesting, yes, positive manifesting. comedy vibes. I think part of it is gonna be being on social media more. Okay. And just putting my comedy on social media to hopefully get more eyeballs and credibility. And then when something hits So if anyone wants lane, to follow me on Instagram.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> we need some followers on the Instagram. That's Julie police at Julie police without an. new Julie G.
1: Polisi, J-U-L-I-P-O-L-I-S-E. Simple, simple.
0: <laughs> we are in manifest mode for real. I truly yes. feel it. And I'm going to, Segue because I felt last week that things were being discussed, and then a sequence of events happened, and I do believe they're connected. It's just crazy. So we're in manifest mode, and this thing that came up, and it was like, oh gosh, it's such a series of events. So I was on a news nation, a news nation segment, and on that segment. It was about being quote a grandfluencer, the word I hate. And there was another guy on the segment who was also he's a, called Super Age. He wrote a book called The Super Age about people aging and thriving in a new way in their in their next chapters. A- interesting guy, and he's the one that got me on the program. And when we decided to meet, when he was in the city, that shortly thereafter, shortly after the segment, one of the things he said to me off the cuff is, "You should be." A segment on the Today Show. He kind of just dropped it there like that. And he said, you know, like Babs, the woman from TikTok, she does a cooking segment. You should be there social media with a weekly segment about, you know, what's trending on social media, what's hot, how to be successful on social media. And he was really, it was such a weird thing for him to say. And I was like, oh my God, that would be perfect. So I started to Almost like obsessed on it, like I have to get on the Today show. And he had other thoughts. he was like, you should write a book, like blah, blah blah. So we had this whole follow-up it's a whole conversation about his thoughts, which were really interesting. But the Today show thing kind of stuck with me. And then I just started putting it out, I want to say, to the universe. So I was talking to Megan about it, who is um, our marketing our digital marketing expert. and she said, get out of here. The Today Show, those are my peeps. I was like, what are you even talking about? Yeah, I know the people there. They bring me in. I used to work there and they're my friends. What? So Mm -hmm. I just, I felt like this is crazy. Things are happening. So I then decided that I wanted to make a pitch to the Today Show. And she was like, yeah, I'll see who we could send it to, whatever. So we're having these conversations. And with that, she gets booked for a segment on the Today Show. And now she has like a deadline in her mind. Like we have to get something together to pitch to them in a week because I'm going to be on the Today Show. So I, of course, my wheels are spinning. I'm like, we're going to get a studio. Megan, she's also a talented actress. so she's And she always gets newscaster roles. So she's like, I'll be the newscaster. I'll interview you. You're going to be, and we'll do a little segment, like a teaser segment to send to them. So we get this all in our head that this is what's going to happen. And honestly, like two days after that, Marsha Dahl from TikTok reaches out to me via text because we had been, we'd gone from off the app to texting at one point. And she's like, I want to have you down to Tallahassee to be on my show. What? So she has this TikTok segment. Do you Did you see it, Julie? Did I ever send it to you? Her little TikTok segment. Okay. No, you never sent it. <laughs> you should see it. It's comical. So she's a character and we'll put some videos in the show notes about this. She's a crazy character and she's and she does a TikTok tips of the week or something, pics of the week. And she has like, and she sits and so she records these for a local station in Tallahassee, Florida. And she has been wanting to have me on, but it was just weird timing. Like what happens that out of the blue, we had talked about this four months ago and then it never happened. And all of a sudden, the week that I'm talking about the Today Show, Marsha Dahl con- contacts me and she wants to have me on her her show, our TV me segment. So I was like, well, now you we don't have to record this fake thing. I'm going to go down to Tallahassee and we'll do the real thing. <laughs> So so then, cue my whirlwind trip to Tallahassee, which was insane. <laughs> right? It looked crazy. It was crazy. So I don't know. You want, I think maybe you should steer the boat on this. So how should I? Start I know. Just talk?
1: waiting for you. To, how do you steer me? Well, like I guess what was your favorite part of the trip? Like what was the best? Oh. what was the best part?
0: Did you expect me to ask that question? No, I didn't expect you to ask that because it was all pretty cool. Uh, Okay, there was three parts to it. Is that right? Yeah, so there was three parts to it and with one little bonus part. So let me tell you the three parts and then at the end, I'll say what was my favorite. So the three parts were, first she picked me up and she's a wild woman. She pulls up at the airport in a Porsche and she's almost, God! and she's like loud and boisterous, and she's dressed to the nines all the time with these big glasses, the big hair, always with the lipsticks, the makeup. She's all done up, and she whisks me into her Porsche, and off we go directly to this TV studio. So, first part was having our wardrobe laying in a hallway. Okay, taking out the clothes, figuring out what we're going to wear on each segment. She's got the shoes, the heels. She's going crazy. And, we, and then we're trying to make a plan because of course I wanted to produce it and make sure it was like concisely put together. So I knew what TikToks I wanted to talk about. And, and so I was gonna steer her a little bit, but she was gonna ask me questions. So we had this fun time at the studio and it was the first time ever that I was not filmed really. I guess you can count CNN and those things, but I had to speak into an actual camera, not a phone. It was so different because there's a camera up there And there's a director back there and he's like calling the shots and we were, so that was kind of cool. And I wasn't sure how I was going to be because I didn't know if I'd get nervous because it wasn't just me and my iPhone kind of thing. But so that went really well, super fun. She matches my energy when it comes to excitement and just like zest for life. She's a two-time cancer survivor. So we have that in common, but yet we're very different personalities. She's very showman model personality. And I'm very just Helen crazy, but I'm just more like a real person. <laughs> I don't know. She's not <laughs> a fake. She's not a fake person. She's so warm and wonderful. And she's such a good heart, but she's just like out there. So the two of us just got along great. So we did the segments and we powered through and I was sweating at one point, Julie, I know you can relate to this, you know, changing the clothes, like tights on and off.
1: I was freaking sweating last night and everyone's like, it's so cold in here. They're like, okay, we'll turn the heat on. I'm like, please no. don't.
0: <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Dripping. I know. We run hot. <laughs> Let's just say that. So I'm sweating. But we recorded the three segments and then we were gonna record four, but she's but we were too tight for time because the next stop was to go to this rooftop kind of bar place where she had organized a TikTok workshop and had a bunch of people coming. And I thought, oh, five people are gonna show up. Well, no, not more not five people showed up. A lot of people showed up. <laughs> and we and I did a TikTok workshop. Thank you for my my deck that made by Julie credit to you for my top 10 tips for creating content. So I had a really organized uh, presentation and she introduced me and she's so lovely because she said says the nicest things about like who I am and how we met and the excitement she has in her voice. She's awesome. And I had posted about this a day or two before. And there was somebody that I follow on TikTok who has 2.8 million followers and his name is JM J. Gator. And he does household, uh, tips for like Mr. Fix-It tips. He's so funny. And at the end of his videos, he always goes next and he throws whatever it was he was talking about. He tosses it out of frame. So he's got that. So I've been following him for forever. One time I was live with him and a bunch of people when we were on TikTok live and he's like, I'm going to be nearby. I'm going to come to this workshop. What? So I didn't think he would actually show up because you never know when things happen and it's like real life takes over. But at the end of my presentation in walks him so it was an awesome workshop presentation. Everybody was so excited and engaged. And then like on cue, he walks in at the end. So I was able to bring him up as like a success story of somebody who has made it on social media just by sharing his expertise, which is exactly one of the points that I made in the 10 point slide at deck. So I was really excited. It was like the perfect, tie it up with a bow. Perfect. <laughs> and then we got to really chat and we went outside and made TikToks and that was really really fun. So that was part two that was fun. And then part three was we went she took me to her cancer group. Now. <laughs> did I know I was going to this? I think she mentioned it, but I thought we were doing a little drive by to the cancer group and she said, "Oh yeah, we'll just do a quick drive by um and that they want to meet you and blah blah blah." Okay. So as we're walking up to this house in this really cool place where this cancer group meets. She says, okay, so I'm going to just do my, like talk for a few minutes and then I'll introduce you. And then you could take it from there. And I'm thinking, what? What? I had no idea. And I, maybe I missed that She said that she told me, but I didn't know I was going to be speaking to the cancer group as well. And then I was like, am I talking about TikTok or am I talking about cancer? (laughs)
1: I was like, so she goes, no, you're, you're talking about cancer. Is that okay? Oh my God. Oh my hey, gosh. Al's. Yes. You Can didn't answer my, you didn't answer my question.
0: Which I'm getting to it. So then I had to oh, speak.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get should to just, the third should I just part. sit on the couch and put my, cuddle up with a blanket and tea? All right, this is the Can last continue, one. continue. So I had to
0: speak to the cancer group. And I, she introduced me and then I gave them like my, my little short story of my cancer thing, as I like to call it, the cancer thing. And that was really great. And then we went out to dinner and she dropped me at her, my hotel. So this was like a whirlwind day. Now, my favorite part of the day uh, was the TikTok workshop and meeting the people and speaking because I'm a people person and I loved sharing that knowledge sharing that expertise and even though i want to say oh my favorite part was being in the tv segments cuz it was fun and it was a cool thing but it was like mm-hmm. a close second to my favorite thing which is making those connections okay thank you you're welcome do you have another question
1: <laughs>
0: um are you excited to see yourself on tv not really are you going to watch it <laughs> i'm nervous um I'm gonna watch it. She's not gonna I think it's not playing here, so it's local.
1: <laughs> it is it is funny asking you if you want to watch it back because when I do my stand up, it's really hard for me to watch my video or listen to my oh. tape like really short after. Like I have to wait a few days and then I feel like better about it if I'm like a little bit further removed. So I still haven't listened to my tape from last night. And I'll probably get the video in the next few days and I probably won't watch it right away because Sometimes I just need the separation. Yeah.
0: Well, now I want to ask you: Why do you think we love to watch our TikToks, but we don't like to watch the our our performances? Okay. Tell I me. know why.
1: Do I you? Know why. When when we make TikToks, we have control of the camera, the angle, the this, the Ooh. that. They have control over like the production value. When we're on these other, and that's really important to both of us. Oh, but when nice. we're on other people's stuff. We're not really like in control of it. And especially for like news and live performing, you can't redo it.
0: That is. When we make TikToks,
1: you can make like 15 takes and then pick the best one. Yes. When I go on stage, I go up once for five minutes and that's it for the night. That's also I want to perform more so that I can like. Have more things to
0: have more tapes to pick from or footage, right? Yeah. Oh, that is exactly right. You nailed it. I know. I know. Because that's I'm why I'm so nervous smart. about seeing this. Because I'm like, am I gonna like it? Or like, the other thing is, I'm gonna add this to it. We're editors too by nature. So, if we we can curate our own content to be the story we want it to be or the shots we want it to be, and we don't have control when someone else is editing it as well. So, not only the shooting yeah. and the look it's and like,
1: the angle. Look at me. It's like it's one take. <laughs> you know, it's it's one five minute video. Um, it is oh. interesting though because I gotta tape back from one of my shows and they have like different packages you can do which mm-hmm. is like kind of crazy and they're like oh you pay this much money and you can get like three cameras whatever um my set wasn't that great so i was like i just want the main one mm-hmm. but i got it and the audio was like the only audio was really from like my microphone and it barely caught any oh, of the, audience the laughing that's the so worst it just, it just looks like i bombed even though it was like a great set i'm like well this Ugh. sounds awful because, so I actually messaged them and they said they're going to like remix the audio because they had other cameras with other microphones. I'm like, yeah. why didn't you do that in the first place? That's ridiculous. Anyway.
0: That's a key part of a comedian's act is like the response. The
1: laughter. Yeah. It's like, I'm not <laughs> going to post freaking crickets. Oh my
0: God. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, and that and that is part of it. The production is out of our control. You've just come. Out, you kind of once again hit the nail on the head. Always with your insights. Always.
1: You're <laughs> flip, welcome. Flip the hair. <laughs> it's true. We have like ten minutes left. So do we. Okay. And I just I know we have a, we have a meeting, an mm-hmm. actual work meeting. Oh, we actually
0: <laughs> do have a work meeting. I wasn't even watching the clock for that. I was
1: <laughs> well, just. Well, that's like, why you have me.
0: Well, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. And the work what? meeting is with, with uh, about potential influencer sponsorship opportunities that's going to be fun oh my gosh and then the one thing I've, I've only been-, been
1: telling you to do this for years and all it's it does time. is take one other person to tell no. you
0: no because a I,
1: legitimate offer
0: it's no that's the point of this is just to explore the idea because I don't want to be a salesperson on social media but if I had some content okay, sponsored by someone yes you have been telling me this yes Okay, you're right.
1: And I've always told you, when you get sponsorship deals, I'll help you plan the content so it doesn't feel like an ad. I
0: know. Well, we'll see what's going to happen. It's fine. We'll see. I I always, I didn't say no. I just was like, not now. And maybe now's the time. We'll see. We'll see. We're going to just discuss it. <sighs> I want to I want to segue a little bit to two things.
1: <laughs> to two things. You're, you're like, get me out of here. Get me out of this
0: topic. <laughs> so uh, the first thing is just this whole... Like where we're headed with socialize, just as we're as we're evolving the newsletter, which I'm very excited about, and I would love to put it out there uh, how we're doing the socialize forecasts and the socialize strategy, and how we're going to really focus on making the newsletter for creators and not so much of a teaching platform type. The teaching is still going to come from me, the mothership, and it's still going to be what I post as content, but the newsletter is going to be higher level for creators. And I love where we're headed with it. So I just wanted to put that out there. Okay. Part two that I want to put out there is that I'm going to be on the Today Show in my mind. No, not in my mind. I'm going to be on the Today Show. I've already decided that that's what the future is. That is my manifesting. I'm saying it here. I'm saying it now. And the day I got back from being with Marsha Dahl and I knew that I was good at what I did and it helped me to have validation to be on that set with her when we did that thing together and we were going back and forth and her producer was like, that was great Mm -hmm. to have a producer validate because it's, you know, he's, he's in the TV business business. And he said the sec, and I said to him, I want criticism. You know, was there anything we can do better for segment two? He's like, that was great. You balanced each other. The camaraderie was good. We our energies were good, and we had different kind of energies, but they were really symmetrical and complementary. And so now that I have that behind me, I feel the confidence that I can do this, and and I won't be nervous and I won't be stressed. That's just going to be it's what I'm meant to do. So I'm going to just manifest that right here and now before it even happens. Okay. Okay, and I'll
1: manifest that I will have a comedy special one day and that I will be a successful comedian
0: and I will have all the behind the scenes footage. That's for what
1: you. I that's what I say. If I ever have a bad show or a bad open mic, I'm gonna go, these people are gonna remember me when I have a Netflix special one day and they're gonna be like, either, how the fuck did this girl get so good or like, <laughs> I remember seeing her when she was not good.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> or I remember man. doing
1: an open mic with her. And I just, that's my motivation when I don't do well. That's so like, good. All these people are going to remember. And they're like, I think I did an open mic with this girl.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow. wow. Yeah. I'm manifesting that for you too. That's It's just going to be great. Once
1: you get on the Today Show, you should get all the connections. <laughs> that <Yes>. help me.
0: <laughs> yes. It's going to be co-manifesting. Yeah. It's going to be balancing. I am so excited. So that's what we're putting on the table for this week and that's what we're putting out to out to the world. I'm also
1: going to manifest more Instagram followers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you did that a couple years ago. I did. 10, oh, that was in your bit last night. It wasn't my bit. Oh, it was so good. I don't know if I'll do this bit next week so I'll just say it on the podcast. Yeah, say it on the podcast. Let's go. Live comedy. I said <laughs> I feel like I have to pick up the microphone and like hold it in my (laughs) hand. Um, I want you to do the set right here because this is the beginning of my set. So I go, oh my God, I'm so happy to be here tonight. And I'm, I'm so happy because 2023 is almost over. (laughs) I'll do my own laugh track. I'll just laugh after all my jokes. (laughs) Okay. And then I went, I love this time of year for the holidays, but I hate it because people start writing New Year's resolutions. And personally, I don't like setting myself up for failure. I said, my mom, on the other hand, has a winner- winning record at following through on her New Year's resolutions. One year, she said she wanted to be an influencer, and now she has a million followers on TikTok.
0: <laughs> I have to say, I don't think the audience almost believed you, which is they, why they didn't, I didn't laugh. <laughs> I know, they didn't. You should be like, I have the receipts, here's the thing, maybe I'd get some more followers. <laughs> but seriously, though, I don't think they believed you. Because they laughed like- they
1: were like, hey, you're, you're, you're shitting me. That's how they laughed. Right,
0: laugh. right. They laughed like that. And it was, that was like, I wanted to say hello. <laughs> I needed to be in the audience supporting you for yeah. that one. It
1: Anyway, was it
0: was funny. But it's true because when we, and I remember where it was and we were in Lake Tahoe, we had skied and then it was my birthday and you interviewed me on my birthday and you said, what do you wish for? And it was the most ridiculous thing because I, I wished for more Instagram
1: followers, which is like the stupidest thing. I should have wished for the same thing. And then maybe it would have been, this. maybe
0: I also. <laughs> right? been... I know. It was so funny, but I ended up, I still don't have that many Instagram followers. but You TikTok, hit
1: 10,000 followers. I did. That shut was a shut the tip. fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's sign off. Uh, On that note. All right. Yours truly. (laughs) I'm sorry for cursing Helen and Julie.
0: (laughs) If you enjoyed the podcast this week, leave us a review. And guess what? We now have the podcast attached with our YouTube channel. So you can actually, if you go to the link for the podcast, you can also watch it on YouTube if that interests you. And we have a lot of fun with it, even though our poor editor, Nick, has to deal with our two video files. (laughs) and put it together with the audio, but we appreciate you, Nick. Anyway, so do leave us a review, but if you want to leave a comment, if you go to the YouTube, you can actually leave a whole long-winded comment over there. So that could be fun. Anyway, thank you to Nick for editing us and Julie, and I can be found on our socials, which is at Julie Polisi for her, and she needs more Instagram followers. So tell your friends and family, and I'm at the mothership with you. (laughs) I sound so desperate.
1: follow Follow me on Instagram. I have
0: have no filter and I'm going to ask for what we want. That's where I'm at right now. And our podcast is yours truly dot the podcast. So go check the show notes and we'll have everything in there that we talked about today. All right. Bye.